Okay. What are we talking about? Judges. Who was last week? Last week was... I thought Jeff was the one brother. Yeah. Yeah. That was my. You just got a cold cold? Sorry. Jephtha, last week? Yeah. Is it? No, he's his brother. He's the brother. That didn't get him yet. Oh. So who's the other? My husband is his brother. Jephtha. It's Jephtha. Yes. I wasn't even here. I know that. That's another story. Time for a new one. <coughs> All right. Pay very close attention. I'm going to ask you some questions. All right. Here we go. Starting with verse 1. Go ahead. Chapter 13. Go ahead, Natalia. 13.1. Don't miss that now. What happened? The Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines. Why? They did evil again. You got that in your head? Yeah. All right, verse 2. And there was a certain man of the family of the Gantes, whose name was Mona, and his wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold now, thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Now therefore be beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine, nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, His countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God, very terrible, but asked him not whence he was, neither did he But he said unto me, Behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and nothing, no one, child shall be a Said, 
Go ahead, Natalia. 13. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Of all that I said unto the woman, let her beware. She may not eat of anything that cometh of the wine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink, nor eat any unclean thing. All that I command her, let her observe. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, I pray thee, let us detain thee, until we shall have made ready for a kid for thee. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, thou, Though thou uh, detain me, I will not eat of thy bread. And if thou wilt offer a burnt offering, thou must offer it unto the Lord. For Manoah knew not that he was an angel of the Lord. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, What is thy name? And when thy sayings come to pass, we may do thee honor. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Why askest thou thus after my name, seeing it is secret? So Manoah took the kid from that offering and offered it upon the rocks unto the Lord. And the angel did. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Ashdorah. Okay. Who's the mother? You don't know. Who's the father? Manoah. Manoah. Who came to see Mrs. Manoah? An angel. An angel came and said what? You're going to have a son, even though you can't have a son. You haven't had any children yet, but you're going to have a son. And you've got to do something special with this son. What? You can't drink anything. You can't drink wine. Wine? What else? No, I don't drink. No, I don't drink. You can't put your children. Yeah, you can't put his no haircut. What's the guy's name? Really? How come Manoah had to hear the angel tell him himself? Because his wife hasn't had a kid, so it doesn't make sense that he'd be kind of unbelievable. Why didn't he believe his wife? Hmm? He said, she said, here's what he said. He said, we've got to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to be a child. 
uh, I got to hear it myself. Did he not believe his wife? Sounds like he didn't believe her, right? I got to hear it myself. All right, so we could say, well, Manoah, you're a naughty boy. Your angel came just to your wife and told her, and you didn't believe, so you got to hear it again. So do you think if he was naughty that God would have sent him the second time? No. So then how is it that he's not naughty? I think he's just in disbelief. Like he believes his wife. Why would the angel come twice? How many times the angel come to Mary? Once. How many times the angel come to Joseph? Once. How many times? We could go on and on, right? How come he comes twice here? What's there about Manoah? All right. He said, well, he didn't believe her. Well, if he didn't believe her, then maybe they wouldn't have chosen him. I think he believed her. But what did he want to do? Who's going to raise that baby? Both of them. He's going to help raise this boy. And so he says, I got a part in this. I got a role in this. That's why they were chosen. Manoah and we don't know what her name is were chosen by God. Why? Because they were faithful people. And Manoah says, "Well, you're, I know we're supposed to do that, but I got a role in it too. What's my role? I got to do it too." And so these are very good parents because they're going to do what God says. All right, and what God said. Was he is going to be what? Called what? No, called what? Uh, a Nazarite. A Nazarite. You ever hear of that before? Yes. Where? Jesus was from Nazareth. All right. Um, we're not sure that there's a connection there or not. All right, but so we got to find it. Uh, Numbers chapter 6. Go back to Numbers chapter 6. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers chapter 6. And we'll start right at verse... One, Natalia. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say to them, When either men or one shall separate themselves to the Alabah of a Nazareth, to separate themselves unto the Lord. He shall separate himself from wine and strong drink, <coughs> and shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of strong drink, neither shall he drink any liquor or of grapes. Nor, nor eat moist grapes or dry. All the days of his separation shall he eat nothing that is made of the vine tree, from the kernels even to the husk. All the days of the vow of his separation there shall no razor come upon his head until the days be fulfilled in which he separateth himself unto the Lord. And he shall... He shall be holy, and shall let the locks of his hair of his head grow. And all, all the days that he separated himself 
unto the Lord, he shall come and know the body. He shall not make himself unclean for his father or for his mother, for his brother or his sister when they die, because Okay, so we had three things. What were they? Number one. You can't have anything that's wine, not even a wet grape. So you don't drink any wine. No wine. Number two, what? No haircut. Number three. What does that mean? Anything that's dead. Anything. Can't touch it. He says, even if your mother dies, and your father and your family dies, you can't pick it up the body and carry it to the grave. Don't touch it. Can't touch anything that's dead. Alright? And so, those are the three things that are the vow of the Nazarite. Alright? What do you think they mean? You think there's a meaning to it? What about wine? You get drunk so you can like, it had it. This is a little bit of an abstract kind of thinking, uh, so I want you to think about it a little more. We know what wine does, right? Messes people up. They drink some, and he says, "You're not going to drink any." What does it represent to the world out there? Not to us, but to the world out there. What does it represent? Not wealth so much. What? What does wine represent? What? No. Pleasure. So we enjoy wine. So it's a worldly pleasure. Right? People out there drink wine because they say we enjoy it. We like to get feeling stupid and all the rest. And so the world out there likes that. Alright? What about touching something dead? Let's think abstractly about that. What what causes death? Why is there death in the world? Sin. Sin. Alright? So sin the direct result of sinning is death. Alright? And so, says anything that's dead represents sin. So what? Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Anything that represents, represents worldly pleasure, what? Don't touch it. Alright, what's the last one? How come he says don't cut your hair? 
Have you ever met anybody that never cut their hair? No. You have? No? Most people haven't. Most people cut their hair fairly often. So if you never cut your hair, what would you look like? What? He really long hair. And if somebody comes along, what do they say? <laughs> Look at him. Look at that guy. Alright, and so <coughs> there's three things that Samson's going to grow up. And it says, this is going to be how your life works. Number one, you are not going to go out looking for worldly pleasure. Where are you going to find pleasure? God. Yeah, in God. You're going to trust in God, believe in God. That's going to be your pleasure. Number two, you stay away from certain things like any sin. Any sin comes along, you stay away from sin. Anything that's dead, right? you can't live that way. You're going to live a clean life. You don't touch things that are unclean. And you're going to have long hair so that people kind of mock you. They're going to mock you. Look at that guy. Can you believe that guy? Look at him. So, the last verse says what? In back in Judges, the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtelah. So, this is the Holy Spirit, and he's going to move Samson. So, what was Samson? What does it mean he's going to move Samson? If the Holy Spirit moves you, what are you doing? Huh? Well, you're, not, you're doing what he wants you to do. Right? So, God wants Samson to do something. The Holy Spirit's going to move him to do it. What did God want him to do? What's the reason for this? Why is Samson who he is? Yeah. Yep. God says you're gonna the Philistines are gonna be here for forty years and they're gonna hound you and steal your crops, do a lot of bad things to you. So the Holy Spirit is coming on you and he's gonna move Samson. Now he says Whatever the Holy Spirit wants him to do is what he's going to do. And what he does is he gives him muscles. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit gave him muscles. Big muscles. Bigger than any you ever saw before, ever. Alright, so you say, well, here's Samson. Uh, he don't look so big. Don't mess with him. Alright? This guy is God's Superman. 
heard of Superman, right? Okay, this is God's Superman. He's better than Superman ever was. Alright? He just has these muscles. So what does it mean? He's, in, he's growing up and the Holy Spirit moved him. What did he do? In verse 25, Spirit Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtel. What did he do? What did Samson do when the Spirit moved him? He grabbed a tree and yanked it out of the ground. I don't know what he did. didn't say what he did, but whatever he did, nobody else could do it. All right, maybe there's a big old boulder in the way, just flings it out of the way. He began to use his muscles like nobody ever knew before. And I've seen some pretty strong people. I worked with a guy once, and he was a black guy. He was really strong. And we were trying to get a cow in a truck, and the front legs got in a truck, and that's it. That cow wouldn't move. We poked him with a stick, and we beat him. We sicked the dogs on the cow. Everything, the cow just started not going in a truck. So Harold comes up. He goes, what's the matter with you boys? I said, well, we can't get a cow in a truck. He said, get out the way, he says. And he went up, and he grabbed the cow's hind leg. He said, you're going to kick you, Harold. He said, oh, I got it. And he grabbed the cow's hind leg and he picked the cow up. And he walked him in the truck and set him down. Wow. <laughs> he, was, he was a strong boy. People don't just pick cows up. That's okay? not what anybody else can do. All right? Big Harold would pick a cow up put it in the truck. So this is a lot stronger than anybody I ever met. And we were putting a tire on, and they gave him a tire wrench. He said, let me try. And he went, and he twisted the wrench right into a pretzel. Because the nut was rotted onto the, so I get it. The wrench was shot, because he just twisted it in really, really strong. Samson is 10 times stronger than that. So when it says God began to move him, what he was doing was all of a sudden he'd just grab something and move it or push something and throw it or whatever he felt like doing, and he could do it. That's the way God used Samson. Now, here's a problem. Starts right in the first verse. What's going on? Why does God need Samson? And the Philistines come into the land, invade the land, do whatever they want to for 30 years. But, verse 5, You shall conceive, bear a son, no razor shall come out of his head, for the child shall be a Nazareth unto God from the womb. He shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. What's wrong with that? Huh? Why didn't he finish? He says he's going to begin to deliver. Why is it only begin? Because in verse 1 it says, The children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So God said, I'm going to send you somebody to help you. He's going to have muscles like you never imagined. And he's going to come and help you. 
And they said, eh, we don't even care. We're not going to help him. Because we don't care. And so, Samson could only do so much unless they wanted to help. And they didn't. So Samson, in his whole life, is all by himself doing God's work and nobody even cares. They don't even care. And we'll see it over and over again. Chapter 14. Go ahead. Start. And Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath, the daughters of the Philistines. And he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore get her from me to us. Then his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren, or among thy people, that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. But his father and his mother knew not that it was, it was of the Lord that he sought an occasion against the Philistines, for, that, for at that time the Philistines had been able to Okay, so Samson says, hey, he grows up. Now he's all grown up. They know he's got muscles. But they wonder if he's got any brains. <laughs> so I saw a Philistine girl. I like her. I want her for my wife. I said, what are you doing? Don't pick one of them. They're our enemies. No, I want one. Why did he want her? That's what he said. So why did he want her? He wants to fight with a Philistine. See, so he figures, well, if I marry one of them, I'm sure we'll get a few good fights out of that. And he will. He'll get all kinds of good fights out of it. All right? And so he says, I figure I'll marry one of these girls, and then I will get to business. I'll start knocking these guys around. Remember, this is God Superman. All right. So he says we're going to Timnath. Now there's a road to Timnath. You go down the road to Timnath. You come to a place in the road. Verse five. Was his parents there when he killed the lion? No. How do you know? Because it says that they didn't know that he killed the lion. They didn't know that he killed the lion. 
But there's a lion meets him in the road on the way to Timnah. So what did he say to mom and dad before that? It's not in here. You've got to figure it out for yourself. They're all on the way to Timnah, right? And then we see him over at the vineyard killing a lion. Where's mom and dad? Huh? Well, probably Samson said, look at mom and dad. Sit down. Take a break. I'm going a little down the road. And in the, he knows that there's a lion in the vineyard because it's along the road and everybody who goes down that road knows there's a lion in the vineyard. So you don't mess around there. You avoid it, you run, you stay away from it. There's a lion in the vineyard. Not him. Mom and dad sit down there, take a break, I'll be right back. And he goes down and there's a young lion. What's the lion do? Well, they both got the same idea. The lion and Samson got the same idea. What is it? I'm going to tear you to pieces. Both of them. So the lion jumps. You ever watch lions on TV? Ever see what they do? Man, they're killing machines. They jump on top of an animal three times bigger than grab their neck with their teeth and kind of wrap their... And they drag them down. They're meant to kill. And here's a lion. It's a young lion, so he's strong. And he takes a jump through the air, and he's coming right at Samson. What did Samson do? What did he do? It says exactly what he did. What did he do? He killed it with his bare hands. Yeah, but what did he do to kill it? He ripped it. <laughs> he doesn't say, I'll get a knife and I'll stick it on. He just grabs it out of the air and ripped it in half. Holy mackerel. Now, any of you ever tried to, how many of you gutted a deer? Nobody. Yeah. A couple of you have gutted a deer. You think you could rip it in half? No. You couldn't rip the thing. You'd have to be really strong. And here's a live lion, full of power, sailing through the air, and he grabs it out of the air, and he says he tore it. He just ripped it in half. That's just astounding. You say, nobody could do that. There's no animal on earth could rip That's right. But God, Superman, can do it. And he rips the lion, tells it down. I would go back and get mom, dad. Y'all rested up there? Yeah, how about you? I'm feeling great. Let's go. <laughs> and he goes down, meets the girl, likes the girl, okay. And he's going to go down the next couple days, and he goes in to look at the lion, and it's got honeybees. <coughs> honeybees are gone inside the lion, and uh, they, he grabs the honey out. Man, this is good. And he's eating it in his hands. He comes to mom and dad again. All right, so what do you do again? Don't sit down, take a break. Hey, I found some honey. Here, eat it. And they're eating the honey. All right, because he found it inside the dead lion. How are we doing so far? No, we're in trouble. Why? 
dead lion. <clears throat> Not supposed to touch anything dead, right? And he went in, saw the carcass, opened it up. I know he killed the lion, threw it on the ground. So he's okay there. When he goes back, he breaks one of the rules. The one he breaks is this one. Don't touch anything dead. Don't touch anything unclean. And the lion is dead, and therefore he's a symbol of what? Dead in trespasses and sin. You were told not to touch it, and he touches it. Is he just stupid? What would you call it? Well, I'd call him something else. Do you have things you're not supposed to do that you sometimes do? Of course you do. We all do. We all got things that we're not supposed to do. Sometimes we do them. Do we sometimes say, I'm going to do it, I don't care? You know, sometimes. Do we sometimes do it because we just kind of forgot? We weren't thinking about it? Yeah. I think Samson just wasn't thinking about it. Go look at that lion again. Ha <laughs> ha, got him. Ooh, look, there's a little honey. Grab it out. Doesn't think about it. And that's the Samson's problem. Not thinking. He's God's Superman. He can do pretty amazing things. But he's not thinking. Let's go on. Verse 10. Because she lay six upon him, 
Samson's wife was given to his companion, whom he had used as his friend. How's he doing now? How about the wife that he said, eh, that's a good one, I'll take her. He lost her already, right? He lost her already. They had a seven-day feast. He says, here's the riddle. Out of an eater came meat, and out of the strong comes sweetness. So what's the riddle? They don't know. They don't know what he's talking about. They haven't got any idea what he's talking about. So they go to his wife. They're going to burn your whole family's house down and all everybody in it unless you tell us what his riddle is. So she's afraid of him. Because they probably would do it. These are Philistines. They're not nice guys. So, okay, uh, here's my riddle, he says, out of the eater came forth meat, or I got honey out of a lion. And so the strong came out sweetness. So out of the eater came forth something to eat, and out of the strong lion there came out something sweet as honey. And they tell him the riddle on the seventh day, and his Agreement was, if you don't tell me the riddle, you're going to give me 30 sets of new clothes. Because there's 30 of them. If I keep, win this, all right, if I lose and you tell me the riddle, then i got to give you 30 sets of clothes. So, of course, he loses because they, as he calls it, plowed with his heifer. Or in other words, you messed around with my wife and made her tell the story. So uh, they, he owes them each a set of clothes. <laughs> so what does he do? It says the spirit moved him. So what did he do? He got strong. He got strong. He got really strong. And what did he do? He went down. There's some Philistine fellows. Hey, there's one. I'll take your clothes. Bang, you're dead. There's one set. That's 30 people. Bang, 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 bang. I don't know what he did. Grabbed them by the throat and twisted their neck. Whatever he did, he killed 30 <laughs> people, took their clothes off, takes them back. So here's, your, here's your clothes. There you go. All right, so what did he get to do in the end? Start to do what? Deliver from the Philistines. Right, and how did he do it? He killed 30 of them with his riddle. Now can you tell me what the real riddle is? Scholars. Out of the eater came forth meat. Out of the strong came forth sweetness. What's it really about? 
and you get the riddle. Out of the eater came out of the strong, came forth sweetness. Who is as strong as a lion? Jesus is called the Lion of the tribe of Judah, right? Jesus is very powerful. How do we know? What did he do in this morning's sermon? He, um, he was a guy from yeah, he walked up and said, get up here, dead, get up. And the guy got up. That's more power than anybody I ever met. That's more power than Samson. Samson can kill people. Can't raise him from the dead. So the strong lion of Judah, what? Out of him comes good things for us to take in. Right? Out of the lion of the tribe of Judah comes meat and sweetness, or it'll feed your soul and you'll grow up by taking in what he offers. So the riddle is about who really? About Jesus, not about just a lion. He's the lion of Judah who feeds our souls with sweet things. Out of the eater came forth me, out of strong came forth sweetness. So, how's he doing so far? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He seems to have power when he needs it, right? He went and attacked a group of 30 guys and killed them all by himself. So he's still got power, and that power comes from Holy Spirit. So maybe he's okay so far? <clears throat> maybe not. We'll see you next week. Thank you.